Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Hello, this is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. Glad that you're with us again. And let's take a break from our walk through Revelation to answer a question that's come up. Now, as you might know that I have been very, very active on TikTok. As a matter of fact, I'm absolutely amazed for an old guy like me, I'm 63 years of age, how this youngish social medium can be so responsive and I could have such an, uh, a result that I had never anticipated, thinking I would get a couple of thousand followers as of this time, June 6, 2022, uh, right now, as of last half hour, I have cleared 107,000 followers, and I'm absolutely amazed. And one of the things, which is what we're going to base this podcast on, was the most responded to video that I have given since I have begun this ministry about five months ago. And it is, answer to the question, Will we recognize our family in heaven? To my utter amazement, this is shot. See, sometimes I'll have a video on TikTok that might get, I'm looking at it right now on my phone. One has 6,000 views. One might have 12,500 views. And then you get one, 17,000 views. And on occasion, one will reach uh, 100,000 views or something like that and all. But this one hit... Right now, it's at 1.1 million views. Will we recognize our family in heaven? What a response. And in that, I want to deal with something in here. I think so many people recognize the fact that Christianity is about family. And there were some people believing that what I had taught on there was that I had said that everybody makes it to heaven. When you get there, you'll see all of your family And I'm so sorry that that was assumed that way because we know that Jesus Christ, John chapter 14, is the only way. No man comes to the Father but by him. As a matter of fact, people in the first century before they were called Christians were called, in recognition of that, they were called people of the way. In English, it would be like as if you capitalized capitalized the W, the people of the way, because there's only one way. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 it says that there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It is through Jesus Christ. That's the first thing. It's not the unrepentant. As a matter of fact, I had to deal with that. And as you may have seen on one of the posts, somebody had uh, put in the comment section, well, I feel that everybody makes it to heaven regardless of the religion. And I said, let's just deal with this on a secular way. Let me give you two names from history and see how you would settle with that. You're saying everybody makes it regardless of their life. Hitler, and Stalin. How would you give any, any credence to, the, to the, the belief that they would be there, unrepentant to their dying breath? I mean, even the secular world would say that can't be true. There must be justice. And we serve a God of justice. And so when we see this, uh, this general thinking, it's a broad stroke that God Let's anybody act the way they want to, and they can go to heaven anyway. That's a very, very hard thing for me to see in the face of Scripture that I cannot in any way agree to. 
But here's the thing I wanted to talk with you about. This is an amazing thing. Probably one of the top responses or questions following that video of will we uh, recognize our family in heaven was this. People said, if we're joining up with our family in heaven, what if we don't like them? And some people have been said, I don't want to see my family in heaven or I can't stand my family. And I, I received this so much that I thought I want to answer this because I'm absolutely amazed at many believers, many Christians who are responding with a negative, I don't want to see my family in heaven. They are mean to me. We don't get along on earth. We can't stand each other or in a more sobering thing. I was hurt by them in one way or the other when we were on earth and they claim to be Christians and they claim to be in heaven. All right. Well, let's talk about this series because at first it seemed funny to me and I thought people were joking, but so many people have responded in saying, I don't want, and indeed, maybe you're listening to this podcast and there's a family member who claims to be a believer and I do trust that you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you have given him your sins, you have given him your life and you're following him faithfully. And so in here, then the question is, all right, so what do I do? I don't want to be with them. All right, well, let's talk about this. Will families be reunited? Will you recognize people in heaven? We've talked about this. Yes, Moses and Elijah were recognized as Moses and Elijah in uh, Matthew chapter 17. They had names, they had faces, they were recognized by Peter, James, and John. Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11 that you will sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and feast and celebrate their names are there, and they are family, father and son and grandson, and they're there. And then Revelation 7, 9 says, I recognize, John says, in his uh, vision of heaven, vision of the future, I recognize different nations and people groups, races, tongues, cultures. I recognize them. They're all together celebrating uh, the Lamb. They're celebrating the Lord in there. Revelation 5, the angels join in. But we have recognition of uh, ethnicities recognition of individuality in heaven. So will you be known as you in heaven? Yes, I do see that being taught. You're, you're you just without the bad stuff. But I want you to understand this now. If we're going to go and say, I don't want to be with my family, they've been mean to me, and I, I'm going to assume you have tried to, to reconcile and there's not been any there, then I need you to understand the eternal truth of what's going to be it's going to be like in heaven. Number 1, in Psalm 16:11, it says, "In your presence, Lord, is fullness of joy." And this is saying, no matter what, you will be more happy in heaven than you could possibly be. Your cup, as it says in the 23rd Psalm, will overflow. You will have John 10:10, 10, 10, life and life more abundantly. It is joy. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 25, when the servants move into eternity, into heaven, they're moving in, and here's the phrase, the joy of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 18 says, the new Jerusalem was made as a delight, a rejoicing, because the people of God are his rejoicing and delight. So you have delight and joy, and uh, you have the presence of God giving you happiness beyond description. And as we see, 
in the scriptures, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Christian, when your body meets up with your soul in the resurrection, Paul gives the difference between your body right now and your resurrected body in the future as a difference between a seed and a full-grown plant. You will be so much more you. You'll be explosively above and beyond what you could ever imagine or think. And think about it now, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. What I'm saying is this, your capacity to forgive, your capacity to forget will be monumentally greater than it is now. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4 says there is no sorrow, there is no mourning, there is no uh, of these things that would cause these things, just as God has said, listen to the extremes that he says, your sins, I'm going to separate them as far as the east is from the west. Psalm 103 verse 12 says that. It says, Psalm 38 and verse 17, I will throw your sins behind me. And that Hebrew idiom is, I'm going to throw your sins between my shoulder blades. When I turn around, they're still there and we're never going to see them again. Now, if he's saying this, that is how much I've forgiven you. Remember what it says in the model prayer. Forgive us as much as we forgive those who have been against us. So I want to ask the people, where has your forgiveness gone? Do you understand the eternal beauty of forgiveness? And no matter, listen, I've been there. I was raised in an abusive childhood, and I do not believe my stepfather is a believer. Uh, He has shown no fruit of that. But should he come to Christ, and the only reason I I cannot have contact with him is he's physically threatened me with a gun, and so I cannot actually go to be within uh, within his area, but I sincerely hope that he would repent and come to Christ. In heaven, there would be no problem. The, the joy of the Lord is so much greater that the bitterness is past. It's gone. Revelation 21.5, I make all things new. You are, 1 Corinthians 15, you are going to be changed. I'm talking about you now. You will take on. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You are going to be different. You will be changed. And in that, there will be forgiveness and love, such as the capacity you could not imagine here. There will be the, uh, the realization of 1 Corinthians 13, where it says, love does not seek its own. Love does not parade itself. It doesn't behave rudely. It's not provoked. It doesn't think evil. This is the eternal love, the agape love, the example love by Jesus. And you, my friend, will have that. You will carry that. These things will be gone. It does tell us in Isaiah 65, 17, when the new heaven and the new earth come, things will be forgotten. What things? I don't know the whole capacity of them. But I do know in the light of Revelation 21, 4, where sorrow is gone, then those things will be gone. You say, how could I ever forget what was done? It's the beauty of heaven. God the Father there. You know, if you were to be approached by a benevolent one here on earth who was giving you and says, listen, if you can just show me 
that you are just responsible, a responsible person, I'm going to give you $15 million here tax-free. I'll handle all the taxes. And I have that, but I want to know, I mean, can I trust you with this? And I'm going to ask around. Well, I'll tell you what, if you have any bitterness over a $15 IOU from somebody else and you've been harassing them, you're going to forget that pretty fast, right? With the glorious treasure in front of you, all these smaller things will go away. You know, the Bible says the things compared to the great glory that is before us, all of these things are just like a light affliction. And it's just kind of like right now they seem so heavy. It feels like there are it's just pressing on you. It's the weight of a boulder. But the glory of God is greater than, you know, compare it to the Andromeda galaxy. Now, does it seem that that heart, whenever you look at the glory that is awaiting us, I think that forgiveness will be one thing. And so, Christian, what I'm seeing is that a lot of people are pointing the finger at the others. But here's the big thing. It's really for, up for you for forgiveness, all right, to forgive and forget. Of course, there are better times. I, I, I speak as one who had a childhood that was very hard. But there's also the joy of the Lord. I remember, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. And so we are, First John 3, 1. And what forgiveness that was given. Jesus went to the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. He went for that forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge in the Christian faith. It's one of the foundation realizations of the entry into heaven is because of forgiveness. And I think in that sense that we should look deep into our hearts, no matter how we've been offended, that we might see our way to forgive. Think about that. Thank you so much as we all talk. And wouldn't it be something else? You'd say, just if that family member, if we could all get along. And you know something? If they are believers and they're pursuing Christ and there is a problem between you all, you try to forgive it now, it will be in heaven. It will be a whole different situation. Love, forgiveness, joy, celebration. Imagine that. Bible says it's hard for us to even imagine that, but it's going to be a reality for the Christian. Thanks so much. We'll get back to our study in Revelation and other questions about heaven very, very soon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.